It's time to join Montana's very own and your voice for agriculture, Talking Ag Lane Nordland, for today's LaneCast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Agriculture Conversation right here on the LaneCast. And today we are going to be talking about risk. And we all know that farming and ranching has a lot of risk, but we're going to talk about how we can hedge that a little more. Our guest today is Mr. Aaron Tattersall with Ag Risk Advisors, and we are currently in Park City, Utah at the 50th anniversary celebration of the Public Lands Council. Aaron, it's beautiful outside, but, but how are you doing here today, and what's it been like talking with public lands ranchers from across the West? It's been great. We love the Public Lands Council, and being here in Park City is uh, really pretty. Um, It's amazing the issues that these folks face every day and how PLC is advocating them for over 50 years, and it's uh, it's really exciting. And what I love about this group is how positive everyone is. We've got a, a group full of eternal optimists. That is very true, and uh, we'll continue to talk a little more about what you have been uh, sharing with attendees at this year's event and what you share with farms and ranchers across the West on a daily basis. But right now, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back right after this. Your National Cattlemen's Beef Association knows there's what benefits cattlemen, and there's what doesn't. Trade, the farm bill, technology, and conservation – The decisions being made in Washington affect the life of each and every cattleman. When it comes to the issues, there's simply no room for gray area. To us, it's as clear as black and white. Visit joinncba.org to learn more. All right, a big thank you to the NCBA for sponsoring today's podcast. Uh, Joining us, as I mentioned before, is Mr. Aaron Tattersall with Ag Risk Advisors. And, of course, agriculture and risk, they go hand in hand. So let's talk about this business, what it provides farmers and ranchers, and uh, the the need for managing risk. You bet, yeah. The theme of our really conversation with uh, folks at PLC this week has been using risk management tools to protect your legacy. I've had a lot of customers who uh, over the past decade who their main goal is to pass it on to the next generation and you know these tools uh, financial risk tools that are available to livestock operations are brand new within the next decade and effective use of them allows uh, operators to to stay on the land to have that chance at least to pass on to the next generation. Now, a lot of people think there's really not much a rancher can do in, in terms of insurance or uh, protecting his livestock and his land, and that's just a misconception. And let's address that and talk about some of those opportunities that you have working with ranchers to, to help them out in these situations, whether it's uh, fire or drought or whatever it may be. You bet. Yeah, there's uh, four, three or four different programs that would apply to uh, livestock operators on, on the range. Um, probably one of the most popular one has been one called Pasture Rangeland Forage, or PRF. Many people have heard about this program the, uh, within the last couple of years. We've been doing it the most, uh, the longest, have the most experience of anyone in the West, um, have seen a lot of things and uh, look at it quite a bit differently. Um, it's, it's for lack of rainfall protection. Uh, the other one is very effective risk management tool for prices. Uh, many operators haven't had the opportunity to, uh, to use uh, maybe futures or options contract to, to hedge their prices, but there's a very flexible way to do that through something called 
livestock risk protection. And we've also been talking to folks this um, week about um, a, a, a fire coverage program designed specifically for uh, BLM and allotments and federal ground and forest service permits. Um, many, there's not many, actually there's no insurance carriers except for a couple that are willing to take on that risk for uh, fire coverage on federal lands. And that's just something we are seeing more and more of are the catastrophic wildfires across the countryside. And what has been the response on that fire program then from from these agriculture producers that know they have to look at these different risk management tools because the federal government really isn't pulling through for them in many uh, aspects of it? You bet. I think it's there's still a lot of uh, – it just depends on who you talk to, Lane. There's a lot of folks that are um, – um, you know, just learning about it now. Uh, other folks that wish they had it this year, of course. Um, and our whole uh, point in this uh, conference today, as we talk to people, is just take the time to learn about these programs. It's not that's all it's going to cost you is the time. And we'll, our job is to show them <clears throat> these producers' options and then let them decide uh, how they want to uh, implement it if they do. And a lot of times we'll say, we wouldn't recommend this to you. You know, we're, we want to be advisors in this, in this space and, and have a lot of trust with the people that we work with. And that's really um, set us apart the last, last decade. So. Well, and that's one thing about it. You are on the ground. You are face-to-face with these agriculture producers. And also, you're from the West, and it's a focus on Western agriculture and landscapes. I think that is something that sets you apart from other programs out there. Yeah, you bet. Um, our office where our files are and the people that we, we work with, our staff happens to be in uh, just southeast of Denver, but um, we daily work um, out in the field in the back of the pickup on a pickup hood, pickup bed, um, near a fence fence line, that type of thing with the with the people alongside that we're, we're uh, working with. So, What are some of those, I guess, expressions you receive from a rancher that maybe is a little bit skeptical? Maybe their their kids or their neighbors suggested working with you, and and you work with them, and then something comes up. And uh, the services you provide really help save the farmer ranch. Uh, what, What are some of those examples you've had from producers that are a little skeptical at the beginning? Yeah, when I first started this, um, had three strikes against me. Um, I'm somewhat from the government because this is subsidized crop insurance. Um, It's insurance, and... uh, and and these guys have never had this these programs before, so it's taken a long. You know, the early adopters are the folks that uh, the ones that want to be educated early on are the ones that, are, that have adopted this early. Um, had a shotgun pulled me on me in Nebraska, uh, and uh, that was probably the most extreme uh, situation there. Um, but but many times there's skeptic skepticism early on, but once you know, people take some time to learn about it, it's, uh, you know, they'll see the light bulb uh, come on. And, and frankly, even the customers that I've had since, uh, you know, since the early years will have an aha moment each year that we sit down there and say, okay, now that makes sense. And so it's a continually um, uh, learning exercise. These programs are changing um, annually. There's always something different. And so that's our job and goal is to make sure that people are understanding what they're getting into and not overcommitting themselves. One area that maybe we should focus on is the utilization of technology in, in uh, the products that you help promote. I, before we uh, started the podcast, you had your tablet out and you were showing different forecasts for February 2019. How does that play into you know being able to uh, educate 
producers and also being able to look towards what we may have weather-wise down the road? Yeah, we have uh, several different weather sources, uh, providers, forecasters that we use, and and my whole uh, desire in that is just at least to have some information for my customers as we go around this fall and, and maybe set up coverage next year for this pasture rangeland forage program. Um, we're, we don't, you know, roll the dice 100% on what the, what the weathermen say, but we do want to at least have that weather conversation because that's an important factor. You know, the weather changes, um, you know, all the time, and so I think uh, the policy should reflect some of that for the next year. So that's one piece of technology we've been using here. We have the ability to uh, look up um, within three days what this rainfall index is going to report. So uh, have some customers here from Wyoming we were talking to earlier and telling them, uh, you know, what to expect um, from from their, their their coverage because typically that uh, that once an interval ends, for example, in pasture rangeland forage, that's folks won't know what the results are until 50 days later. But we can tell them within two or three days and set the right expectations. Of course, someone's listening here today, and they're saying, well, well how much is this going to cost me, and, uh, it, it, you know, why should I participate in that? Because I know you get asked that a lot, uh, mm-hmm. especially from producers who are skeptical. Mm-hmm. But uh, could we maybe talk about how, how that breaks out? Yeah, every, every situation is completely different. Um, again, our job is to, is to dive into these programs and uh, just give the best advice we can for, for operators and then let them make the decision on what they want to budget for something. Um, it's, it's hard to give a, an overall you know, cost per acre on, on, on things without talking to specific, uh, with a specific operation, but um, we have the ability to quickly uh, slice and dice uh, different options, and, and the key is that these, these operators are comfortable with what they're committing to, and we, we, we make sure that happens. So, What's the most fulfilling thing for you in this line of work? It's the people. I think I love uh, getting out on the road and, and uh, you know, meeting, meeting customers. Um, you know, when it's been dry, uh, you know, letting them know they can light a, buy a couple loads of hay uh, because this, this uh, rainfall insurance is designed to, to um, um, help with for it. Um, with those types of costs, and so um, I, I just ultimately it's been the people. That's what keeps me going every day. I think. So for our listeners here today that are more curious and either contacting you, learning more about uh, the uh, services you provide, or maybe even seeing you at a uh, upcoming uh, agriculture convention, uh, where can they find more of those materials? Yeah, our website is uh, www.agriskadvisors.com. Uh, that's advisors with an O. Our contact information's on there. We send out um, weekly blasts uh, for with different price information for uh, livestock producers, and um, that you know that's where you'd find find our contact information. Well, again, Aaron Tattersall, thank you for for joining us here today and talking about um, a part of the ag industry that uh, sometimes can be very scary. Uh, but, of course, it's all about education and knowing those tools that can be put into your risk management toolbox uh, to help in times of need. I'll give you the floor. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us here today so the farms and ranchers across the western United States know that there are tools out there to, to help them in, in times of need? Yeah, you bet. We, we just, uh, I think I'll tell you we're the best at what we do. We care the most. And... Uh, 
um, we're, we're advisors first and we're not going to get someone into something that uh, they're not comfortable with. And, um, we do this full time also. This is a, this is something that we've been doing for over a decade now and, and have the most experience and, uh, and, and really enjoy it. So, and just uh, reiterate, of course, pasture, rangeland, and forage, along with livestock risk protection and whole farm revenue protection. Those are those risk management tools. And uh, I'm just the guy that talks for a living. And if you want more information and how you can cover your hide, I love that, uh, looking at your flyer here, no matter uh, what the weather is, uh, Ag Risk Advisors is there. And uh, I know Aaron and his crew can answer any questions you may have. Like you mentioned, just visit agriskadvisors.com. And Aaron, uh, it was great seeing you again. I think the first time we met was probably Wyoming stock growers, I think, a few mm-hmm. years back in yep. Buffalo. Yeah. That, that was a few years back. We tend to travel in the same circles. That's right. <laughs> well, again, Aaron Tattersall, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for also uh, supporting the Public Lands Ranchers at the 50th anniversary celebrations in Park City, Utah. Over 200 people here, a great turnout and a great way to support the future of the ranching and public ranching industry uh, by being here. And it was great to meet your wife as well. So for more information on Ag Risk Advisors, friends, just make sure and visit them online. Today we'll have links in the podcast and online at nordlandcommunications.com. Well, that's going to do it for today's Agriculture Conversation. I'm Lane Nordland. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the LaneCast with Talkin' Ag, Lane Nordland. For more on Lane, check out his Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster and NordlandCommunications.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the LaneCast on your Apple or Android devices. We look forward to joining you next time on the LaneCast.